expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. The Bible says... I said, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1, verses 15 through through 17, when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I'm not listening, says God. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. You are listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington, here on the Mark Harrington Show, coming to you uh, here from our Created Equal studios in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, We're broadcasting over several Salem radio stations, the -the over-the-air stations, and on my social media platforms. You can find out more about my program at markharrington.org. So you might wonder, why am I reading this scripture? Why am I reading this scripture? Where God says, because your hands are full of blood, he doesn't hear our prayers. I mean, it's a very disturbing passage, I'd say that, wouldn't you? The idea that the shedding of innocent blood prohibits us from having God hear our prayers. Think about America right now. If you've been paying attention to the news since January 22nd, just a couple of of days ago, on the anniversary of Roe versus Wade, the New York legislature passed uh, an abortion bill that basically legalized abortion up to the very moment of birth. Uh, This made uh, news all across the country, which sent shockwaves through the pro-life movement and uh, elsewhere. Uh, It was big news because basically Mario Como, the governor of New York, wanted to codify Roe v. Wade and Doe v. Bolton into state law. And the reason he did that is because he can read the tea leaves just like us and realize that the time is likely short that the U.S. Supreme Court could revisit the Roe versus Wade decision because of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's health. I mean, I think a lot of people realize that she is not long for the U.S. Supreme Court because of her health problems, and her uh, retirement could come as soon as this summer. So in uh, anticipation for that, or planning in advance, the New York legislature passed this bill that would allow uh, abortion up to the very moment of birth uh, in the state of New York. And that is so that if Roe v. Wade were reversed, New York would be uh, the, the first state, at least their state would be a state where you could kill babies up to the time of birth. Now, in this bill or law, now it's law, 
It also allows for non-doctors to kill babies, nurses, nurses pra nurse practitioners, and others. You don't have to be a medical doctor to kill children in New York anymore. Uh, you, you can just be a nurse or nurse practitioner. That's the first time that's ever happened. Uh, they called it the Reproductive Health Act. I mean, how do you like that for a, for a name uh, for an abortion? Reproductive health. That, that's just a euphemism for child killing, folks. I, I want you to know that. Anytime you hear the words reproductive health, translate that to abortion killing, child killing, right? That, that's what it, what it means. So in this bill, um, like I say, it, it allows for non-doctors to kill babies. But uh, let me read the statement by Governor Como. He said this, quote, The Reproductive Health Act is a historic victory for New Yorkers and for our progressive values, he says. Progressive values. Uh, think about that. Uh, what is progressive about murdering babies up to the very moment to which they could be born? Certainly not. I, I don't think that's progressing. In fact, that's regressing. That's going back to the dark ages where, you know, uh, we murdered children. It's not a progressive value. Uh, America is not moving forward if we choose to kill babies up to the very time of birth. Anyway, he says this. In the face of federal, the federal government's intent on rolling, rolling back Roe versus Wade and the women's reproductive rights, I have promised that we will enact the critical legislation within the next 30 days. So this is all about Roe v. Wade. This is all about getting ahead of things because they think that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to be retiring, which is highly likely. Another troubling part of this piece of legislation is that it redefines the word person in New York statute to exclude the preborn altogether. In fact, when it comes to homicide, victims of homicide, it considers a person, uh, when referring to a victim of homicide, it means a human being who has been born and is alive. Born and is alive. So any preborn children up to the moment of birth is now no longer considered a person in the state of New York. Now that, that includes preborn babies that are wanted by their mothers, by their parents. Uh, there, there are laws in the books probably in almost every state, and in fact, probably New York, I'm not certain, that protect preborn babies that are wanted babies. In other words, if a woman's on the way you know, to the grocery store and gets in a uh, traffic accident and uh, you know, the, the other driver is found negligent, and the woman dies or the baby dies or both, that can be considered a double homicide if both die, or if the baby dies alone, that is considered homicide or manslaughter in most states. No longer in New York, they, they wiped that one out with this law. So this is what the radical left is doing, radical pro-abortion advocates. Uh, you know, they're freaking out. This is uh, kind of a defensive move. They're, they're, they're uh, very much worried about Roe versus Wade being reversed, and so they're getting ahead of things here uh, to try to make sure that New York is able to kill babies up to the very time of birth. Uh, in, in, uh, in, in an attempt to, to uh, remember or make note of this event in New York, Governor Cuomo 
called for all public buildings, all government buildings, to be uh, lit up in the color pink. And I think if you're online, you saw pictures of the World Trade Center or what we now call the Freedom Tower, which was a replacement for the two twin towers that got knocked down in 2001. That tower, the top of it, was lit up in pink, and that photo went viral. Of course, I think that it should have been lit up in red, blood red, and that would have made sense because, you know, think think about the World Trade Center. That's where, what, 3,000 Americans died in 2000, 2001, the blood that was shed by uh, our enemies, uh, you know, uh, Islamic terrorists who, who flew planes into the towers. Now the, uh, the the Trade Center was lit up in pink. I, I say it should have been in blood red. That would have been more appropriate for sure. Uh, so there was celebration all across New York, you know, for the pro-abortion movement, for the legislature. They, they cheered when this thing was passed. Everybody was smiling. I mean, it was sickening. But it drew attention to one thing, and that is this, that the abortion advocates are out of the closet. They're out in the open now. Uh, they're basically clearly and strongly uh, advocating for late-term abortion, birth, you know, pre-birth abortions, even in the birth canal, and beyond that, in fact. Uh, some are advocating for infanticide, and we're going to get to that in a minute. So in a way, we basically have smoked them out of their holes. They've, they've come out in the open. No longer is it that abortion should be safe, legal, or rare. They, they don't care about either or, or any of those. Uh, they want it to be uh, safe, maybe. They want it to be obviously legal, but they don't care about it being rare, even when it comes to a baby that can live outside the womb. So in a way, this is, this is them just coming out of their, their, the closet there and, and basically now vocalizing publicly what they have long believed, and that is that every baby in the womb should be, uh, you know, if the mother wants to kill the baby, she should be allowed to. But uh, so when this happened on the 22nd of January, it, it made big news, but it didn't take long for other states to far, start uh, following suit. And that, that was actually quite interesting. Uh, we had in the uh, state of Virginia a uh, delegate by the name of Kathy Tran, uh, a delegate to the House of Commons in Virginia. Uh, you know, this is Patrick Henry's uh, home state, right? Way back, right? Give me liberty or give me peace. Think about uh, uh, this whole thing, the ju juxtaposition between our founding and where we are today. Kathy Tran, okay, is a delegate. She introduced a bill that would allow abortions up to the very time of birth, similar to New York. And she was questioned by one of her fellow delegates there on the floor of the House of Commons. And I'm going to play this clip. The, uh, and you can listen to her try to explain her way out of this situation. Uh, you can tell she's very uncomfortable, as she should be, about talking about late-term babies being killed up until the very moment of birth. So go ahead and... Go ahead and play that clip. Delegate Tran. Yes, sir. How late in a pregnancy would your bill apply if a physician would simply willing to certify that that the uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman? How, how late are we talking about? In well, the so 
So the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the you know with the certification of the physician. So. So how late in the third trimester would you be able to to do that? You know, I'm, it's very unfortunate that our, the, our physicians, uh, our witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, no I'm talking that. about your bill. How, yeah, how late? I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So I mean, through the third trimester, the third trimester goes all the way up to forty weeks. Okay, but to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, this guy's beside himself. I mean, he just. <laughs> where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth. She has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman I understand make that. that. I'm asking point. if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes. Wow. I mean, awkward, you know. You can go ahead and stop the clip right there. Uh, just just unbelievable to watch, I think. I mean, you could tell she was uh, uncomfortable, as she should have been. And I kudos to the other delegate there who was questioning her and asking her the questions that everybody was wondering. Uh, and she was forced to come out and say that, yeah, up until the very time of birth, in the birth canal, during labor, it's okay to kill a baby. Think about that. There, this is where we have come from, okay? 46 years of legal child killing in America. Uh, this is the same kind of thing that Kermit Gosnell, several years ago, was tried and convicted of for doing, snipping the necks of babies who were born. I mean, this is no different than what's what's happened there. Uh, it, it's it's really unbelievable. Uh, not to be outdone, no. You know, the governor of Virginia was asked about um, this uh, delegate Kathy Tran's testimony about her bill. Uh, legalizing or attempting to legalize abortion up to the very moment of birth during the birth canal, uh, the process of labor, uh, not to be outdone. He was asked uh, several days later about that on a radio program. And uh, if you would, cue up that clip. Go, let's go ahead and play that clip. Uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant Isn't that would be nice? resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So, so I think this was really blown out of proportion. Uh, but again, we want the government not to be involved in these types of decisions. We want the decision to be made by uh, the, the mothers and their providers. And, and this is why Julie, that legislators, most of whom are men, by the way, shouldn't be telling a woman what she should and shouldn't be doing with her body. All right, stop there. Most stop, stop there. This is just beyond the pale. I mean, believe it or not. Uh, you know, I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, basically, the governor is talking about a baby being born during a, an abortion, a, a botched abortion. You know what a botched abortion is? A botched abortion is when the baby doesn't die. 
isn't killed. The baby's born alive. And he's saying, well, you know, that's between once the baby is born uh, and the, the, the abortion didn't complete the killing process, uh, once that baby is born, uh, it's up to the mother and the physician to decide whether they're going to resuscitate that young child. Think about that. Think about that. I mean, unbelievable. This baby's born sitting there after an botched abortion, and this governor is saying it's up to the mother and the doctor to to, to decide. Now, keep keep in mind this this is this doctor or physician is an abortionist. Uh, he just tried to kill the baby and didn't succeed. Uh, the baby was born alive, sitting on the table next to her, and they're trying to decide what to do now. Uh, and they say, well, that's up to the mother and the physician or the abortionist to decide. Guess what? That, that child's not going to be resuscitated, very, bottom line. This is infanticide. This is nothing short of infanticide. So now we went from late-term abortion to abortion up until the very time of birth uh, during labor to now infanticide. How much further can we go? Should we start killing born children now? Because they're not wanted. I mean, this is where we're headed, folks. Uh, like I said before, I mean, this really shows the, the, the reality of the abortion movement. And in some ways, they're simply being consistent. And I, in some ways, I'm, some, I'm a little bit grateful to the fact that they now are being seen for who they truly are. They're simply being consistent. And the bottom line is this. If you're going to kill a preborn baby in the first trimester of pregnancy, right? then I guess it makes sense that you would be willing to kill a baby in, in a later term of pregnancy. Why not? What's the difference? As we've been saying all along, the only difference is the size of the baby, the environment, whether the baby's in the womb or not, the, de the, the level of development, or the degree of dependency. We call that SLED. Uh, we discriminate on preborn babies uh, based on their age. They're just simply younger, and they're in the womb, they're smaller, they're not as developed, and they're dependent on their mothers. And those are all the reasons why we allow abortion. Uh, the thing is, you could transfer that or trans translate that to born children and make the same argument, right? Uh, really, there's no difference between the born and the pre-born other than age. And abortion, infanticide is simply age-based discrimination. That's all it is. And, and, you know, they're just being consistent now in, in, in support of infanticide and late-term abortion. That's all that's going on. So in some ways, we shouldn't be shocked by this. I'm glad that it's, uh, you know, awoken a few people uh, across the country. And, and now that we're, now it's out in the open, we kind of realize the true horror of abortion you know, I've known it for years, and many of us have, of course, and been blowing the trumpet for a very long time that the church needs to wake up to the fact that we're murdering babies and that God's judgment is on America. As I read in Isaiah chapter uh, chapter 1, verses 15 through 17, that God doesn't hear our prayers because of the shedding of innocent blood. That's what's going on. And now it's out in the open for everyone to see. And in some ways, I think that's actually a good thing that we can actually see what's going on. You know, President Trump was well, actually candidate Trump when he was running for president in a debate with Hillary Clinton, basically 
laid this out and everybody kind of scoffed at him and said, oh, no, that doesn't happen. Really? Really? Well, I mean, here's what President Trump said in, um, I think it was December, uh, well, anyway, it was in uh, October 19th, sorry, of 2016. He said this, if you remember this moment in the debate with Hillary, Hillary Clinton, he said this, quote, if you go with what Hillary is saying in the ninth month, you can take the baby and rip the baby out of the womb of the mother just prior to the birth of the baby. Remember that? Remember when we said that? You can rip the baby out of the womb of the mother just prior to the birth of the baby. And everyone was like, oh, you know, that ever happens. And Hillary said, oh, no, that, that doesn't happen except for the issues of the life of the mother. Uh, wrong. Uh, this is what these people are advocating for. You know, by the way, just as a side note, they allow for the abortion in the case of health of the mother. Well, we understand that how that's been interpreted over the years. That the, the issue of health of the mother when it comes to abortion has included every type of health you can imagine. Emotional, psychological, physical, and like familial health. So in other words, a woman and the abortionist, if the woman goes in and says, I'm stressed out about my pregnancy, I want to have an abortion, that allows it all the way up to the time of birth. So, I mean, and in, in, in the governor's case, he thinks it should be allowed even after birth. So anyway, to, to summarize all this stuff, uh, folks, we should be uh, at minimum alarmed at what's going on. But like I said, this has been going on for 46 years. Now it's just kind of out of the closet. But it's time for the church to rise up. It's time for Christians who are listening to the sound of my voice to say, we are done with this. We're fed up. We're sick and tired of the abortion movement killing babies. We're tired of babies being butchered in the womb, dismembered, decapitated, disemboweled. And now we're tired. We're sick and tired. We're not going to take it anymore. When governors of states like Virginia and New York are advocating for infanticide, late-term abortion to the time of birth in the birth canal during labor, uh, enough is enough. I mean, how, how much are we going to take? people. You know? So what I'm asking you to do is to support us uh, at the at Created Equal, the organization that I head up, because what we do is we go out and show people visually what they are talking about here, what Governor Como and, and, and Governor Northam are talking about, and that is abortion. We show it to people on college campuses, high school campuses, overpasses on the sides of billboard trucks and so forth, as much and as often as we can. And we need your help, folks. Go to our website at createdequal.org. If you'd like to donate to our organization, please feel free to do so. We need your support. Or you can send a check to P.O. Box 360502, Columbus, Ohio, 43, uh, Columbus, Ohio 43236. That's P.O. Box uh, 360502, Columbus, Ohio, 43236. You can send a check or go to createdequal.org and you can donate electronically there. We need your support, folks, because we are at the tip of the spear here. We are fighting the good fight and we're not going to let this stuff go un, uh, un, uh, un, uh, you know, defended. We're going we're gonna to go after this kind of thing. In fact, we are planning uh, some events in the state of New York 
and possibly some of these other states like Rhode Island and, uh, uh, like I said, the state of Virginia, to draw more attention to the, the barbarity, to the extremism of the abortion movement. I'll be speaking at the uh, New York Right to Life's March for Life on June 3rd. I'm sure that's going to be a gigantic event because of these events. And, uh, you know, if you want to pass the word about that, please come out. We'll have our Jumbotron there, and I'll be speaking at that in June, on June 3rd. So, folks, we need you to rise up. We need you to rise up and make your voice known. Uh, support your local organizations, but also please support Created Equal. Once again, you can go to our website at createdequal.org or P.O. Box. You can write a check to P.O. Box to Created Equal at P.O. Box 360502 Columbus, Ohio, 43236. And we'd really appreciate the support uh, from people like yourself because we are really on the front lines of the culture war. So you're listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington Show. We come to you every Saturday over the air on Salem radio stations as well as on my social media platforms. You can find out more about me and the organization and the, uh, the efforts that we are doing to try to defend the preborn by going to markharrington.org, find more about our, uh, our radio program there. So stay, stay tuned to this station here for more uh, on the culture war and how we're fighting the good fight. And also go to my social media platforms. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.